You have reached the life model decoy of Tony Stark. Please leave a message. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 264, for the week of Wednesday, the 15th of March, 2017. I'm Ben, and with me tonight are... Scott. And Eddie. This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff, Davy Boy's Toys, and, of course, actionfigureblues.com. Tonight, our discussion topic is a toy breakdown of the Hasbro Marvel Legends Spider-Man Infinite Sandman Wave. Well, hello. Hello. Hey there. <laughs> Eddie sounds like Good a, to be back. a creepy children's book <laughs> audio narrator. <laughs> when you hear the sound of the ding, please turn the page. <laughs> ding. Well, hello, dear. Speaking of um, creepy, it's, uh, it's funny. I take my dog out for a walk of an evening after the kids are all in bed and it's kind of my, um, sort of like half an hour to, to chill. And there's actually usually, uh, like during the warmer weather, there's a lot of people around. And, uh, if I'm, if I was to go walking by myself, it's amazing how many, um, kids that are still out sort of give you that eye, like, you know, uh, you know, creepy guy walking sort of thing. But then if I take the dog with me, it's just a complete opposite reaction. The kids are like, oh, what a cool dog. Can we pet the dog? What's its name? Blah, blah, blah. And that's just a completely different uh, <laughs> appearance Yeah. When, when you're at a West Highland White Terrier. Um, <laughs> anyway, enough about me. Uh, Mr. Scotty, how you been? Oh, guys, I've got a problem. I, oh. I, yeah, this Mezco 112 um, <laughs> stuff is like, holy dooly. I'm like, I've got uh, five sitting waiting to be opened. Uh, and, yeah, and two on the way. So I have um, Green Arrow, Joker, Punisher, Daredevil, and Frankenstein. Because once nice. I, I know I was enjoying them so much, I'm like, well, I should get that while it's still. Blah, blah. <laughs> and then I have Flash and Reverse Flash on the way. And um, they're amazing. Uh, like I, I want more of them, and I want to make space to display them. And oh dear, do you want to know something from the guy who's sort of been the negative on the Metsco One Twelve from this week? Okay. So I, I don't hate the line, but it <laughs> never really grabbed me the way that it has other people, including even the Deadpool that they um, have done. I haven't pre-ordered that yet, but. The uh, Old Man Logan that they put up this week is really good, and that might be the one that finally gets me. That I uh, might be coming off hype of the movie, but oh, I I I did like that. That was the straight McNivenart one, and yeah, as did I. Even ones that I kind of think I you know may not be a huge fan of when I actually have them in hand and pose them and photograph them and whatever. I just, they're great fun. And I really, I really like the line. And, oh dear. 
I think this will be the next bombshells line in that uh, if Mezco don't actually re-release them in any way, shape or form, you know, I mean, like you look at the SH figure arts uh, and they get re-released in variations all the time. Um, But if they don't re-release them, you'll see some of those early ones, the prices will skyrocket. Well, yeah, I mean, I am seeing that a little bit simply because obviously the line has become hugely popular and people are, you know, starting to go back and and collect it. Um, So, and that is one reason why I do feel confident kind of, you know, buying them now because I I think that they are going to keep or increase their their value, but they're just so fun. And yeah, yeah, anyway, so that's my things we're not really – doing a feeding addiction or anything these days i just thought i would just say help i'm addicted help yeah <laughs> my punisher is on its way so yeah i'm probably not uh, not someone to come to and ask for assistance <laughs> yeah. it's like when you guys and justin and that send me um uh, messages and so like, you've got to talk me out of buying such and such. It's like, dude, like look, look who you're messaging. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm uh, really? the wrong we're, person here. We're the worst sponsors in the yeah, just have another <laughs> drink. Just look, yeah. <laughs> Obviously you want a drink. Just one beer's not gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. You're starting to get a bit high, but just sit down and have a drink and calm down. Um, yeah. Yes, yes. What about you, Mr. Eddie? You've been very busy. Yeah, I've just been a little bit of everything, but it's finally at an end. I uh, wrapped up work today as a nice 12-hour shift, and I'm on leave for a month. So a month? I am, yeah, a month. Wow. Now, I'm still, I can't not keep myself busy, so <laughs> um, obviously you'll still find me on here, and I've started uh, directing a play, Romeo and Juliet, so I'm in uh, very Shakespeare mode. Uh, at the moment, so uh, keeping busy, keeping. So you just keep all your annual leave up and use it all at once. Yeah, but that's not it. I've got like I'm one of those annoying people that HR are telling me to take leave. Oh, you have to take leave. Like that's one of my best things in if I'm ever negotiating uh, things at work is that if they ever got rid of me, I would cost them a fortune. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just good work. It's more it's more costly to keep me around than to (laughs) let me go, which (laughs) in the museum industry definitely comes in handy. True. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we can't talk about Logan because Scotty hasn't seen it yet. Tomorrow. What about tomorrow? I, I do want to give a, a very minor, um, extremely minor spoiler warning for what? Kong, if you guys don't mind. Oh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm planning I, to see it. So so it's, it's nothing to do with the plot. Are you? Cool. So I was in the movie theatre. And as you do with movies now, you wait around for the end credits and see if there's anything at the end. And I had a whole bunch of people sit through the majority of the credits and then leave uh, (laughs) about 10 seconds to go. And I'll just leave it as they made a mistake. So if you are (laughs) catching Kong, maybe make sure you stick around and see things. (laughs) But don't read... Uh, any of the copyright credit details, mm. uh, just yeah, just avert your eyes elsewhere and then uh, see what happened. But, yeah. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I'll, I'll have seen it by uh, the next episode, hopefully. So, 
Yeah. Uh, yes, I thoroughly enjoyed Logan last night. It was uh, far and away my favourite of the X films. I think the decision to go for that higher rating um, was a was an excellent decision. Uh, I think this is the, the Wolverine we've always wanted to see. And I was uh, seeing it in the, the premium cinema and enjoying my, my new tiramisu Kit Kat that I discovered. Wow. So, yeah, I'm a great, fan of the uh, Kit Kat. Great send-off to our Aussie boy, Hugh. There as yeah. well. Spoilers, so, yeah, okay. spoilers, 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 Well, we're back for another discussion topic of the week, and this week we are looking at the Hasbro Marvel Legends Spider-Man Infinite Sandman Wave, Sandman Build-A-Figure Wave. And I don't know about you guys, but I remember over the course of the podcast how uh, back in the day we'd do a Marvel Legends Wave review, and then there'd be a DC Universe Classics Wave review, and then there'd be something else, something else, and then... But now I feel like um, the the Marvel Legends are coming out so thick and fast. Oh yeah, it's all the things. Thanking them out. Yeah. Yes, and I, I think, uh, and I certainly don't remember them coming out this close together. So you know, four waves a year is is you know pretty reasonable. Um, but we've only just sort of all picked up our Sandman waves, and we've got the uh, the Guardians just around the corner. Um, um, and uh, and Warlock, not too far. Yes. Yes, on the Warlock Wave. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, then there's all the, uh, the assorted exclusives mm. as well, which uh, Eddie's going to talk about a bit later after this breakdown. All right, well, this is uh, a breakdown. It's not as detailed as a Toy <laughs> Sorry, Week review. Can I clarify Toy Breakdown? Like, we're not having an actual breakdown yet? Well, let's let's yeah. see how we go <laughs> as, the, uh, as, as the wave you know, Credit unfolds. card might be, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, that doesn't help either. Yeah. Um, now, as a toy breakdown, we don't go into anywhere near as much detail as we would with a Toy of the Week review. Uh, it's not about how many articulation points or anything like that. Uh, it's just uh, a group of us looking at each of the figures in the wave and giving our, our general thoughts and feelings towards those figures and um, really you know, giving the, the wave a bit of a, a thumbs up or a, a thumbs down. And, guys, I think we traditionally go in alphabetical order, so anyone have any need to... Uh, to change that around, or no, no it's our style. <laughs> I like how we just stick to whatever's easiest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this was uh, this was an interesting wave when it was announced. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but um, you know, I was really quite keen, obviously, uh, as in terms of uh, being a universe builder to get some of these figures. Um, but others, you know, I had sort of mixed feelings. And since sort of opening them all up and having a bit of a play, I've actually found that quite a few of my uh, original thoughts and opinions have changed. So we'll um, we'll obviously get to, to each of them in turn, but let's kick things off with Mr. Norman Osborne. I presume it's Norman Osborne. Uh, and that is the Green Goblin. Hey. 
Yay. Yay. <laughs> All right. Well, this is the buck that we first saw on Dread Night. Ah, okay. This is, this is uh, mostly a Dread Night, isn't it? And uh, was obviously used recently on the Hobgoblin. And uh, I think that was, you know, pretty obvious that they were going to follow that up with uh, a Green Goblin to go with it. Um, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of the Hobgoblin, so I was pretty critical on uh, the, the recent Hobgoblin and to the point where uh, he didn't even get a look in at replacing that original Spider-Man Classics one, which is one of my all-time favourites. But what's the, the initial thoughts on the Green Goblin here compared to the, the two that we've had in the past? I really dig him. Like, oh, me too. I'm a, I'm a big uh, Green Goblin fan. He's one of my top villains of uh, all time. He just always seemed to be in the Spider-Man books when I was uh, buying them there. I came in late into Spider-Man towards the end of the Clone Saga when he made his reappearance and then was in nearly every other issue after that till the early <laughs> 2000s. And uh, I was sort of happy to get a more uh, classic version of him, but with that sort of modern style. I really liked the Toy Biz uh, Marvel Legends one from that all-villain wave. Yeah. But that always yeah. had a bit of a retro art kick to it. Uh, so I do really uh, like having one that's a uh, more modern uh, take, but the Sinister Six pack that had, like, the goggle eyes was a cool effect for a figure, but it didn't really look like Green Goblin to me, whereas this is that really great goblin sculpted uh, evil face. Yeah. Yeah, the lenses in the the, 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 the multi-pack one was, a, was an interesting choice because, you know, he's never really been portrayed as having those lenses. He's always, you know, had the actual mask that looks like a... You know, like it's his eyes, so that was an interesting choice. Um, yeah, this one's a, an interesting one for me. I I almost feel like the um, sort of the scale mail effect uh, is a little bit too overdone. Um, you know, I don't think the original Goblin was portrayed as having scale mail. It, it felt much more like a mesh sort of thing, so the scales just seem a little bit over the top to me. But, mm. yeah, anyway, that, that's me. But what about you, Scotty? Um, yeah, I I mean, I, I really like the figure in terms of I think it's a great sculpt. I think the head sculpt is fantastic. Um, and uh, it's certainly uh, an improvement on the some elements of just, you know, the toy biz articulation, etc. Um, the one thing that if I was going to take anything off of it, would be that because they've gone so kind of metallic looking on the uh, the scale mill, that then the tone of his flesh looks darker. It doesn't look mm. like that. You know, it, it's I can see that they've tried to match it, but you know, I think they've gone for quite a metallic sort of finish on this, and then yep. it just doesn't quite match. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was my my big gripe too with this one. I, I actually do like it a lot better than I thought after being uh, disappointed by the Hobgoblin. Uh, I did like the fact that the bag, which will probably become Mary Jane's handbag, uh, and, yeah, <laughs> uh, and his belt uh, are actually different colours. I thought that was a nice contrast to the purple. Um, but, yes, the, the two different greens were the, the thing that threw me. Um, and I, I guess the good thing about, you know, when I actually put this guy next to the Toy Biz one uh, from the Villains Wave is they are 
significantly different. Um, obviously, you know, the buck is a lot better uh, on this one. But uh, a number of people have actually uh, warned the guys of um, the Green Goblin. So obviously, you know, uh, Norman's son and uh, Phil Urich uh, is someone else who was a Green Goblin for a while. So I guess, you know, as a universe builder, there's really no reason why I couldn't pop this guy in my collection with that Toy Biz one and, and just sort of claim it's one of the other uh, sort of incarnations. But um, I think the the weakest part for me, and uh, Eddie's probably going to disagree, uh, is the glider. Why would it? Ah, uh, yeah, because I do. Okay, that's one I sort of. I always liked that the glider was small and compact and sort of a little vehicle. I, I yeah, I, I prefer my gliders on the compact side of things. You can see that um, obviously it's a budget um, thing. Like I think at least they threw it in. Um, it's certainly not exciting. And if you had other uh, gliders and you're doing a display, you probably wouldn't choose this one. Um, it's it's kind of a just a token, you know, thing, right? Like so, I, I didn't find it objectionable, but I did think it was on the non-exciting side. The Toybiz, the original Toybiz one, is a lot better. And have we lost Ben? We lost Ben. Oh, good times. Well, hello, hello. Hi. Well, hello. Um, John is about. John's about to join us. Um, oh, okay. Yes. So I think he might have gotten up because he th- thought that we were going to do it at nine, and then we moved it forward to eight thirty, and there was a big sigh, <laughs> a big sigh, <laughs> sigh in. Um, um, although you know, actual communication about the intent to join would have. Not gone astray. Oh, um, but a good thing. <laughs> so I think we may have failed at mind reading. Um, <laughs> but um, well, uh, he said about uh, six minutes ago that he needed ten minutes. So I said, that's fine, we're talking, I'll just dial in and you can go boo or whatever. So, um, right. so. I can count back in and just do my sort of last okay. couple of comments. and. Okay. Can- I, what, did you hear what we said about the thing? Or could you hear us? Uh, hear you're you talking or? about the yeah the glider. Okay, yes, yeah. Yes. So no, no. I had the, actually had the dog scratching at the door, so I just hit the. Um, the oh, mute, okay. I thought it was a I, traditional Ben dropout. No, no, yeah. no. I haven't had one of those for a while. I know, but of course, I know. now you've got and see yeah, it. So. I know. I said it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll count back in and um, yeah. All right. Uh, in five, four, three. Yeah, I guess my sort of final thoughts on this one, and uh, I would really one day be very interested to find out how uh, Hasbro break down the cost for these figures. Uh, obviously, getting you know all the little extras like um, you know a pumpkin bomb and that that removable satchel, uh, as well as the glider. Uh, I think I'm actually being spoiled um, with a lot of these figures with all these uh, these accessories. Uh, but the um, you know there's actually not a lot of uh, highlighting on this figure at all, and the face which has quite a heavy black wash, not just around the eyes, um, but sort of the you know pretty much all the green parts, the ears, and that as well, is a, is a very stark contrast to everything else. Like the bag is this almost uh, you know what colour is that you know what's lighter than purple? Mauve. 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 <laughs> yes. Um, but with no highlighting of any kind, and then you notice that you know the boots don't have anything. The um, 
the scale mail doesn't have anything at all. And so it's a, yeah, it's a little bit awkward. But um, all right, the, I guess the last comment about this guy is he uh, comes with the two Sandman heads. So uh, obviously we'll get to him at the end, but uh, yeah, getting two builder figure pieces plus uh, those extra bits. Um, I'm actually being quite spoilt, and I'm going to expect this from now on. Oh no, yeah, yeah. All these little extras. All right. Well, moving on, we are going to talk about the jackal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that jackal. <laughs> this, this, this guy I've wanted for years. Um, as I said, I'm a Clone Saga fan. I'm at the age where that was the Spidey that I came into. Jackal is obviously a huge part of uh, the Clone Saga. Uh, so he's a much-hated villain among a lot of Spider fandom. Uh, but for me, he definitely has a soft spot. And he's a 100% new buck here. So he's, we get sort of get wow. a... Thin but muscular, furry body, and then this just great head sculpt with those big uh, bat jackal dog ears. And mm. So where evil. are we going to see this buck again? Well, it's Eddie and I have chatted yeah. about this quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this might have been one of the things we've talked more about any other buck. <laughs> yeah. No, look, I, I was very excited when I saw this figure in hand. Uh, I mean, I was very excited to get him and add him to, to the Spidey Rogue shelf, um, which is you know, almost running at capacity, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, you know, he, he obviously has a place in, in Spidey history and uh, getting him in hand, I was really impressed, um, really impressed. But back to your, your question, Scotty, you know, I looked at this buck and I just thought, wow, um, you know, it's, it, I don't know, it's almost like there's something a little bit special holding a, you know, a new Marvel Legends figure in hand and knowing that it's not a, a rehash of uh, bits from, you know, other figures that they've had to sort of cobble together with, um you know, maybe a, a slight loss of detail because they're limited in parts they can use. You know, this is a, a brand new figure, and I think they nailed it. Uh, you know, Miles Warren is a, a relatively thin guy, uh, and they've done a really good job. But yeah, I mean, what, we we came up with a couple, didn't we? I think Vermin uh, was one of the yeah. Most so obvious. Vermin, that sort of uh, Avengers era beast, you could use this. Oh, true. Yep. Yeah. yeah. My the one I'm actually hoping for. I mean, I'd love to get Vermin, obviously, um, and I think you know he would slot into a future Spider-Man wave with um, the Puma. Oh yeah. One that I was hoping for. I think we've got uh, we've got the feet and certainly you know the arms from the the shoulders down. Um, I mean, the Puma wears pants, but um, yeah. For, I'm, I'm for hoping... American friends, that he means the Puma. 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 The Puma. Puma pants. Puma. Or mountain lion, <laughs> but um, I just love this figure. Um, I'm going to say this now. This is this is my figure of the wave. I'm I'm really uh, enjoying this guy. And in particular, uh, I don't think a lot of people know this, but uh, this is the second jackal figure that's been made. Toy Biz made one back well in the mid '90s in their sort of five inch era days. He was an exclusive uh, in sort of a clone. Uh, saga box set and they reused uh, pretty much the entire buck of an X-Men 2099 uh, character uh, called Pumpkin Jack and it is one of the <laughs> worst representations I think of a figure uh, it's it's sort of that um, 
Like, imagine the parademon to how it compares in the comics to how it was in the superpowers line. It's one of that oh, level of bad. They just took a character that had a smile and painted a green and was like, there you go, there's your jackal. No one cares. So to actually have a proper jackal represented here is absolutely amazing. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I think that the articulation is brilliant. Like, you know, what you can do pose-wise with this figure um, is so fun. And the head sculpt uh, is just outstanding. Yeah, the, the the tooling on uh, every part with the sculpted fur, I think, is really nice. It's, uh, you know, it's that kind of detail that, that sort of adds an authenticity. And I think it's also something that, um, you know, you if you try to, to fake it, it, it looks really, really bad. So they've obviously committed to this buck and, and they're going to try and get some reuse out of it. But, um, you know, it's not just the fact that in the sculpted fur uh, all over or hair all over the body. Uh, it's the fact that they've sort of added, um, you know, extra thicknesses of fur. So if you have a look at the sides of his calves uh, on the back of his leg and also sort of high up on the back of his shoulders, the, the, the fur is actually a lot thicker than it is, say, on his biceps. Um, and then, of course, obviously on the chest uh, is where you notice it as well. So um, are these hands new or are they... I, feel I like think seen... so, because they look like they've got a fur pattern on the they do, part they? of the palm. So unless he's been a yeah. naughty boy, I think they're... Mm. Yeah, probably the only the only negative I can spot with this figure at all is um, with the, those sort of jackal ears sticking out the side of the mask. Uh, they've obviously cast it in green and then uh, sort of used a, a fleshy colour to sort of highlight the inside, much like, you know, most animals' ears. Uh, but they haven't been particularly effective uh, at, at sort of staying right on the edges. I can sort of see um, where they've carried up onto the edge of the ears and then in another part they haven't sort of taken it up high enough. So it's a, it's a bit sloppy the way they've applied it. But, uh, yeah, look, I think, you know, that highlighting on the chest, which changes the colour, um, is, a, is a good job. The only thing I'm sort of looking at that's a bit odd is... It could just be me, but is the green of his torso a different colour to his arms and legs? It's got a brown... I think the torso has a brown wash um, over it, whereas the arms and legs mm. don't. And so, mm. yeah, but but yes, <laughs> I guess it's the... <laughs> whether that matters or yeah. not, I don't know. It does certainly adds depth to it, but yes. yeah. Look, I suppose it is a guy in a suit. Um, you know, we're not talking about a guy who's transformed here. Uh, yeah. So, look, I, I, I love it. I think this is um, you know, this is the sort of stuff that makes waves for me. Uh, that's going to come crashing down when we talk yeah. about someone a bit later. But uh, um, hmm. sadly, this is the guy everyone seems to be selling, which breaks yeah. my heart a little bit. Just, <laughs> I think it's just because he hasn't appeared in any media or that he's just not that known yeah. to people. But yeah, it's not being pimped in the uh, the latest you know animated series and yeah, yeah people go a bit bit silly over their their spider variations and uh, you know, I'm buying the waves for the villains. Yes. Um, but anyway, if you pick up uh, the jackal, you will get a leg. That's your <laughs> a sand man sole leg, not just a, Yeah, not just a random <laughs> leg. Just to clarify. Go yeah. get right, a so. leg. <laughs> you get a Sandman leg. What, yes. What kind of <laughs> a kind of like this, Japan. Mm. Stay build a figure, Sandman. All right, moving um, on. 
speaking of things that we uh, are lucky to get, um, I believe we have a guest joining us. We got someone pho- like photo bombing our podcast. Yeah, a guest. Again, that's how I'm treated now as a guest. <laughs> it's Thanks, John, everybody. everybody. John, yay! yay! <laughs> he tells me the wrong time and then calls me a guest. Okay, Eddie. Suffering well. Yeah, okay. well. You figure it out. It keeps coming back despite all my attempts. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, we, we, one of the uh, downsides of the relaxed new. Um, AFB schedule is that we have kind of moved things around to non-John friendly times, which is sad. Um, so, but John, and this probably isn't really a John friendly time either. Um, but no. John has phoned in anyway. So, how are you, my friend? Well, uh, daylight savings time started last night, so I had to jump an hour ahead. So I even lost an hour of sleep. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But how's life treating you outside of you know daylight saving time moving? It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you've been to like you know the dollar store about fourteen times. Oh my goodness! I know because I watched you. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't. I don't show them all. So. Um, well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So if, if, if you're missing your John um, fix, you need to go and follow him on um, Facebook so that you can watch all of his live videos of going to the store. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's like um, Mrs. Nerd does a lot of crafting, so it's really cheap to buy supplies there, you know, and there's all these Pinterest boards of, oh, you could take this and from the dollar store and make this. And so uh, nah. she sends me a list of things. And, <laughs> <laughs> do, and do they work? Um, most of the time. Most of the time. I did. I will say this. Um because I know there's some people that build dioramas listening. I bought some of the dollar store foam board and uh, yeah, it is n- not nearly as nice as the stuff you pay like a couple <laughs> bucks a sheet. Um, it, it didn't do what I wanted it to do at all. So buyer beware, I guess. The only thing good <laughs> that I can see that's come out of Pinterest is Pinterest fails. Yes. Oh, I haven't seen that. I'll have to go look. You haven't seen Pinterest fails? Oh, it's hilarious. I mean, it's mm. just people posting like, you know, this is what I was trying to make, and then this is what I made. Um, so just Google Pinterest fails. You'll you'll be amused. My, my favorite page for that is uh, Cake Rex. Oh, I ordered that. this cake, but got this cake. <laughs> uh, we used to sit like, you know, because that, that website has been around forever. And I remember my wife and I used to sit and like just scroll through those posts and just laugh hilariously. <laughs> yes. If you've never been to Cake Rex, it is just hilarious. Yeah. I, I always go in the bakery, but they're always kind of like looking at me when I'm in Walmart. You know, they're like, what are you doing over there? Why you got your phone out? You yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they'd be very bad. sensitive to that sort of stuff now, I would think, after, you know. Yeah. Well, hey, we were, we were talking I, about Marvel Legends. <laughs> I just want to say I finally was able to come back because um, I finally saw Rogue One. So. Oh. Hey. <laughs> well, you better not listen to this episode because we were talking about Logan. Yeah. I, I, I won't see that till it comes on uh, pay-per-view or <laughs> HBO or something. Okay. <laughs> you won't spoil that for me. Okay. That's fine. I don't care. Okay. Well. <laughs> The uh, Scotty hasn't seen it, so we didn't go into too much yeah. detail. No, thank you. Yeah, I'm seeing it tomorrow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. But we were talking about Marvel Legends, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about the Sandman wave, and we have broken down the Green Goblin and Jackal. 
but you have joined us just in time for the uh, the lady of the wave. And uh, I think we've been a bit spoilt with the ladies recently, so it was a bit uh, bit of a surprise to only get the one yeah. in uh, in this wave. But, um, yeah, she's actually uh, uh, a, a beaut, Yeah, I but think. what a one. If you're only going to get one, it's a great one to get. It is, and we are talking about Kamala Khan or Miss Marvel. So she's a relatively new addition to the Marvel Universe and uh, clearly uh, fan-demanded and uh, more uh, more deserving of, you know, a Marvel Legends action figure than, you know, some of my others. But, you know, I'm not bitter or anything <laughs> like that. But, uh, yeah. fine. Um, yeah. but no, no, she is, uh, uh, you know, this is a, a, an attempt by Marvel to uh, diversify a little bit. So she's uh, young, she's female, she's, um, uh, I believe she's Muslim, which is yep. uh, an interesting one. Uh, and I'm not reading her solo book, but I do come across her in Champions and Avengers before that. And uh, I think she's uh, a great addition. And I think this figure is great. Um, yeah, they... uh, yeah, I do too, but I had a problem. So, yeah, so, I mean, I have many problems, but I had a problem with this figure, <laughs> um, which is that she comes with uh, normal arms and then stretchy arms. Um, and uh, one of my stretchy arm pegs broke off when I tried to oh. insert oh, it. I know, so I have broken, broken stretchy arm peg syndrome. Oh, dear. Um, I know. So that made me sad. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Were you able to get the peg out? So that the I got the peg out, yeah, because then I was like, oh, great, now the peg's going to be stuck in the air. Anyway, yeah. I was channeling my inner John. Um, and <laughs> then, uh, but then I did get it out. But, yeah, I did have a frowny moment there. <laughs> Dear. Not good at all. Not good at all. Yeah. Well, Kamala Khan has the ability to change the size and shape of her body. And uh, as Scotty says, she comes with a, a couple of extras. And uh, in terms of swap-out hands, this is, uh, this is a pretty groovy swap-out hands. She comes with normal forearms and hands, and the swap-out ones are oversized. So we get an open hand and we get a fist on the, the left arm. I actually found when I was trying to pull out the normal arms, which is what she's with, what she comes with uh, straight out of the packaging, uh, and I couldn't separate them. They separated the elbow, and, and I'm sort of yanking on them and thinking, geez, am I going to have to do the hot water trick? Because uh, her arms kept popping out of the shoulder instead of out oh. the elbow. Oh, okay. So yeah, I was, yeah, I was sort of wondering just how much effort I was going to have to put in and um, yeah, but I finally managed to switch them around, and I think I'll just you know continually display her with the uh, the oversized hands because uh, they actually look quite fun. They they don't sort of uh, I mean she's a very small figure, and they don't seem to affect her center of balance all that much. I, I can sort of pose yeah, her quite I, easily. I was actually just thinking that because I've got mine with the it was the left um, oversized arm where the peg broke, so I've got um, oversized right arm and normal sized left arm in, and uh, it doesn't... It actually took me a little while to get her to be able to stand up properly because her legs were really um, tweaked by the, I guess, the way they packaged her. But then once I found mm-hmm. that center of balance, um, it doesn't actually really bother it. And thankfully, she looks good with the arrangement. I've got things I'm kind of stuck with it. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I did have, while everyone's talking about their pulling the arms apart issue... Um, I didn't really have an issue, but I found on the left arm where she's got the bracelet piece, 
trying to swap that out over once. I actually took her uh, wrist out instead of her oh. arm with it. And it turns out that bracelet is an entirely separate little piece. So hmm, it's right. uh, easily reusable female buck arms as well with just that hmm. slide on. Okay, interesting. Hmm. Where's the regular Miss Marvel now? She's Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Oh, okay. She's, Thank uh, you. She's, yes, yes, taken on the mantle of Captain Marvel and uh, in you know, one particular sequence in uh, Avengers, um, the original Captain Marvel gave his blessing, um, even though he's dead, but, you know, it's a story yeah. for another day. And the second, yeah, the second thinking... Captain Marvel retrospectively gave her a blessing. She wasn't very happy that she wasn't asked beforehand, but, um, <laughs> yes, that was a great, that was a great scene. Um, but... She was just grateful that Photon was available as another option. <laughs> no, she's Spectrum now. Yeah. Oh, Spectrum, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. know why. I don't God, know what's wrong with Spectrum. Oh, yeah. Of course, Carol was binary and you know, several other things. Um, how much of this buck is new? Are these the legs from the small teen buck that went with White Tiger? Well, I haven't really had a chance to compare it too much. The upper torso is new, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, but the lower half, I haven't really had a chance to... She doesn't have through. any jubilee parts, does she? Hmm. Could be. That could be good. I've actually got my jubilee right here. Jubilee's maybe a little mm. bit taller than she is. Hmm. I actually think this uh, this sort of teen buck that they use with White Tiger and, and hopefully Miss um, Marvel and, and even uh, Jubilee is something that gets a bit of a workout because there's certainly a lot of characters uh, in the sort of the X Men supporting universe. That are young females, so uh, I'm hoping that sort of broadens their horizons with various pieces. Um, yeah, something I thought was quite interesting with this is I'm so used to Hasbro pulling uh, a shifty when it comes to doing the lower legs that are two different colours. Um, she's wearing red tights that go down into blue boots, uh, and what Hasbro have been notorious for doing in the past is. Um, the boots are cast in blue and her her upper legs, her thighs, are cast in red. And what they normally do is that lower part that just sits under her knee but is above the boot, they would normally cast that in the same colour of the boot and paint it to match the red of her thighs. But they've actually made the effort... Uh, to cast the boots in blue, cast the legs all the way down, past the knee joints in the red, um, and then snap them together. Because we can remember the debacle with, you know, people like Hellcat um, and I think, you know, Spider-Woman where they painted over that. Yeah. Yeah, so it's nice because they could have, you know, in between some of the red thighs and the, the blue boots, they could have actually painted that red and they haven't. Um, but having said that, I noticed they've actually done that on the arms. So the, the oversized arms are cast in a, a flesh colour but from the elbow to sort of where the costume sort of ends, they've actually painted that a sort of a, a reddy colour that hasn't worked particularly well for me. You yeah. can definitely see the difference. But, um, look, I think this is a great face sculpt. The, I was the about portrait to say is that, really yeah. good. Lovely head sculpt. Yeah. I, I do like the fact that the mask is actually uh, a sculpted piece. It's not just painted on, um, which is nice. But that's, uh, that's an entirely new head sculpt, which is cool. My head doesn't stay on very well. If I turn her head even a little bit, the hair sort of bumps into the shoulders and her head pops off. <laughs> so she won't she won't be uh, assuming any sort of kick-ass poses. Um, uh, my jackal um, head pops off really easily. If I had my druthers, like, I, I, this is such a great figure breakage aside, but I would have loved 
rather than two, like with her normal size hands, rather than two fists, you know, a fist in an open hand, just to uh, kind of balance it out a little bit. But that's mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, um, yeah. The only sort of downside for me with this one is um, she's got that really nice sort of S symbol um, painted down the the blue of her costume, uh, and there's a lot of gold edging that they've done over the the vinyl. So that bit of skirt um, that covers her, her waist, etc., is actually a separate piece. Um, it's vinyl, as is the the scarf piece that hangs down behind her. Uh, and there's gold edging all around that, including down the scarf, down the back. And, yeah, it's a, it's a little bit slapdash for me. In fact, there's a couple of areas on the edge of that scarf where I, I think the paintbrush has actually lifted off and then come back down again, um, and, and they've kind of missed it all together. So I'm assuming that should be gold everywhere. So I don't know. Maybe as I've been playing with it, it's rubbing off or something. But, yeah, that's probably the only sort of letdown for me. Other than that, I, I think she's fantastic. How much does the skirt limit the hips? Um, not really. Doesn't really, no, because there's a split yeah. in the skirt that helps yeah. the limit. Yeah. Like yeah. Split on actually, side. So, yeah, you, you definitely get plenty of lateral yeah. movement, but that, that sort of front up, front back is actually still quite good, all things. Giving her sort of doing the splits, she can use the full range of the ball joint on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. So only um, single jointed elbows here, and the double jointed knees, as opposed to sort of the normal. And then we get spoiled with the uh, the double jointed elbows on, um, you know, the, the jackal, etc. Um, but she comes with the Sandman's torso, which is uh, which is pretty cool. Right, any last comments or critiques? Nice addition. Yeah. yeah, I think she's been pretty well received yeah. too by collectors, yeah. which is good. Very good. All right, moving on, and we get to dun 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 the shocker of the waves. Oh, 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 I see what you did there. See what I did there. I, I see what, what you did there. And it is the shocker. The shocker. Well, all right, Spider-Man villain, the shocker, poor man's Electro. Um, yeah, you know, we got a shocker many moons ago from Toy Biz, which has happily sat in my collection looking pretty groovy. And uh, this is a bit of an updated shocker. And, Eddie, you read some of the uh, the spin-off Spidey books. Is uh, is this the original shocker or is someone else using the, the mantle? It's the original shocker, but it's the modern costume. This is how he appeared in the superior foes of Spider-Man. So he goes along with your um, uh, female beetle, uh, Captain Boomerang, Speed Demon, the silver mane in his little scooter car uh, piece. And that's why he has sort of that weird uh, eye sculpt going on where he's Mm. got a little bit of a confused expression because he was sort of the – he was kind of the comedy piece uh, of that group. He was a bit of a – Worry wart. He didn't sort of like to get in and do things uh, too much. And, so his uh, eyes are meant to look funky. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's the whole so that Deadpool thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's why the one on uh, his right eye is a bit more wider open than his left eye. He's sort of meant to have a little bit of a uh, expression going on there. Mm. All right. Well, thoughts. Uh, look. I... 
I this is this is one of those things. I think Scotty sort of opened my eyes to this situation in that uh, you know, normally when I see a figure like this announced, I'm disappointed because I already have a shocker in my collection. But uh, that shocker is is a, a difficult figure to come by, um, and, and sort of went up on the secondary market. So. Um, and as Scotty has said before, you know, every wave is somebody's first wave and some of those older figures are very hard to get. So this is a good opportunity for uh, newer collectors to, to fill some of those character gaps in their collection. But um, despite, you know, the updated buck, um, this is that sort of medium-sized buck that we uh, we see all the time now, um, yeah, yeah, I'm just not feeling this figure. I, I certainly think the, the attempt... Uh, sort of the art design in terms of mimicking that that sort of cross-hatching, um, which I think is because he used to wear the, the insulated outfit and that's how they, they demonstrated the pattern of that insulated outfit. Um, it's certainly a good attempt in the way that they've applied it, but uh, it's a little bit hit and miss. Like my left arm, um, it's even sort of smudgy in a couple of places and they've clearly cast it in that uh, lighter brown and then painted over it in the darker brown. So uh, I can see in my shoulder joints the, the, the brown paint has rubbed off and the, the, the lighter brown is coming through. I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I'm just i finding this figure very uninspiring. The eye, sorry, the, the, the eyes just kill it for me because it's <laughs> hard to not just look at it like that so must be a mistake. You know, the left eye is mm. so much smaller than the right eye that I just have all – until you said that now, I just assumed it was a screw-up. So, yeah, <laughs> that's not good. The um, eye, for me, it's the joints where you've got, say, like the ball joint cut um, under his armpits is just brown where it's going into the yellow part, the um, socket part of the joints uh, in his double shoulders are brown dots over what's meant to be yellow the neck cut that the bottom of the ball joint um isn't painted where it's meant to be a line part and because the head sculpt doesn't really fit over the neck properly he's got Mm. sort of this yellow uh stripe that doesn't even match the yellow of the suit uh running down there and he's one it is a bit of an effect for the insulated suits but i'd love to see him on like a new buck where that's sort of the padded 3d line and it's not just painted lines it's an actual uh effect there of the suit but i on the bright to give a positive i do really like his metal gauntlet hands uh i never i never saw it as padding i always thought um there's a gi joe adventure team figure that had an outfit that uh was like a netting like a um almost like a faraday cage Mm-hmm. Uh, around him so i always thought that was like electrical netting over top of him versus padding yeah yeah so i never yeah. saw it as padding for the character design hmm. I, I i think i think this figure is is really let down with this paint job uh we've got these uh, knee pads that are cast in a gray plastic with absolutely no highlighting or, or washes of any kind so um, they really contrast quite poorly with the figure but for me the paint apps uh, are just appalling on this figure um, as uh, eddie mentioned he's got those gauntlets which is uh, where he generates his his electricity powers um, and they're painted in uh, a silver and the the slop on them uh, is is just horrendous. Um, I'm trying to work out whether the silver 
is painted over the brown. Um, but yeah, it is. Yeah, like oh, on his okay. left arm, below his elbow, uh, on his left arm, the silver hasn't even come close to covering the, the light brown colour. Uh, and, and so I've got this brown and orange all over the gauntlet where they just haven't been careful enough with the silver paint. Um, but worst of all, on his left thigh, uh, just above the knee pad, then I'd say it's actually um, a finger smudge, uh, if anything, and where the brown uh, browns actually meet and it's meant to be a, a really sort of um, nice, you know, line separating them, um, it's actually smudged. And so the, the light brown is actually smudging onto the, 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 the dark brown plastic. Um, and it's just, you know, it's a bit like that everywhere, I think. I don't know. I, I, I think it's just a, a poorly executed effort. Um, yeah. Yeah, my, my least favourite figure of the way. Yeah. So my, my silver gauntlets are actually fairly well painted. I don't have uh, any smudging on that, but uh, I can definitely get into some paint smudges getting into our next figure that we're about to talk about. <laughs> oh, yes. Don't forget that the um, the shocker comes with the uh, the the... Now, who, who had these first, these effects that go on the wrists? These are the bubble ones. Uh, Havoc, I believe, was the yeah. first two. Okay, Havoc and Wonder Man have those sort of bubbly effects that clip onto the wrist, and he comes with yeah. some translucent yellow ones, which are um, oh, pretty cool. They they don't scream electricity by any means, but, um, <laughs> you know, you, you get what you get. And he comes, with the, uh, yeah. he comes with the other leg yeah. of the Sandman. But anyway, Eddie, coming up next... Coming up next, uh, all the way from the year 2099, we have the all-new, all-different Spider-Man 2099. (laughs) And he's definitely different from the last version. Now, I was reading uh, Peter David's Spider-Man 2099, the modern version, and they stopped that and rebooted for this all-new, all-different Spider-Man 299. And I saw this costume and I was like, you know what? I'm liking the book, but I'm not loving it enough to put up with this horrible costume of sort of mm. white and red and uh, grey and dropped it. And this is one of the few cases where I think I've been slightly turned around on a bad costume on a figure that just I really much prefer the costume in 3D in action figure form than I do on the printed page. I really do hate this on the printed page, but uh don't mind it as much uh, in... Uh, the world of plastic, but uh, this guy is a bit of a disappointment to me just because I've got some really bad uh, paint on mine. I've got some white splotching uh, going on on the bottom part of his uh, right leg and also some coloured splotching on the white part of his right leg that shouldn't go. And where he's got sort of the bottom of that skull design in his chest uh, on the lower torso piece, I've got some smudging on the red that looks like it's been scraped uh, fairly bad wow. uh, there, and his gauntlets are just a sloppy mess. Uh, so much to the point that if I do get a chance to buy this guy at retail, I might just check it out and rebuy it again. Just the paint on mine is just uh, – it, it mm. breaks me a little bit on on my one. See, that's really sad. I, I think Gertie, who uh, for new listeners is the uh, the sum total of, you know, the, the child labour that paints these figures in, in China, um, I think when she had a bad day, she was obviously 
finishing off the batch of shockers, and that's the that's the shocker that I got. And then she started on the twenty ninety nine, and that's the figure yeah. you got. Yeah, because um, mine's actually really good. Like when, Mine you, too. when you and I. Yeah. Were, yeah, when we were talking about this, I thought, oh no, you know, I hope that's not the case. And I actually had a look at mine, and um, you know, for for a figure that has you know the potential for bleed uh, for one color over another, you know, particularly with the red and white contrasting, um, mine is actually really, really good. So I was quite surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine was just like this is mine was Gertie after she was given a bag of meth. I think. <laughs> just... Well, they don't pay them an actual money, you know. Uh, like, what are they supposed to take real yeah. dollars or something? Come on. <laughs> but this was the factory deciding to save money and going with the cheaper meth than what they usually give it to <laughs> for a week. Like, it's yeah. just... I mean, it, it does show that your mileage can vary. Sometimes paint issues are right across a, a figure um, and they'll yeah. have the same ones. And then sometimes... Um, yeah, it just... Uh, you know, my shocker is fine too. I except I still feel mm. like that I thought that that I was not deliberate. So um, I thought that was a bad day at the, <laughs> the office. But there you go. And that's where I, I think it's good to. I was going to just say it's good. I think when we talk about uh, differences. Uh, if someone's like, "Oh, my paint's bad," but uh, other people got ones that were good, just. Sometimes you can find out they all have it, and sometimes it's a one-off, which is good yeah. to hear. I'm glad. Yeah, but uh, there's actually. But speaking of the sculpt, there's actually a couple of new things going on here because he's got those, uh, you know, weird. Uh, no, I don't know. What would you call those things on the back of his forearm? Wings, bat prongs, the sort of bat <laughs> <laughs> This is yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they're kind of yeah. So I, I think it's actually quite interesting that there are three Spider-Man figures in, in this wave. And if I'm not mistaken, they're on three different bucks, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Or hmm. actually, this could be... No, no, that's different because the shoulders are different. It's about the same size as uh, the UK one, but he's, yeah, obviously different because he hasn't got the butterfly shoulders. Yeah, he certainly... One. I think our next figure is actually a lot sort of thicker um, through the the upper body arms type thing. So, you know, it, it's nice that Hasbro have, have built up enough variation to be able to do that. Yeah. So, you know, getting all these variants on the same buck would be, um, you know, would be a bit, a bit lame. Now, one so, thing I heard a lot of complaints about on this guy, but I haven't really found it to be the case, at least not much more than usual, is people complaining about him having big head syndrome. Which mm-hmm. he kind of does for an armored head sculpt, but it's nowhere near as bad as the way it was sort of sounding when um, we're starting to get this guy in hand initially. Like it, the way it was being talked about was as if it, you were playing that level of golden eye with the DK mode, sort of to cheat on. But <laughs> um, I like comparing him; his head's roughly the same size as the Jackal and a few other ones. It might be. Um, a couple of the Spider-Man and that it's slightly bigger, but yeah. Wow, I'm find... just looking at a photo of the Spider-Man uh, 2099 paint of Eddie's just sent me. And first of all, can I say I'm so relieved that this is a picture of an action figure that you sent me um, <laughs> and uh, not your usual stuff. And secondly, um, the, that's really bad. Yeah. That is really bad. Yeah. 
All right. Well, I'm, look, I'm glad, you know, this figure is a universe builder and, and I can pop him on the shelf. Um, you know, I have no affinity with the character at all. Um, he does come with one of the Sandman uh, swap-out pieces, which is very cool, and that is the um, the left arm, which is the um, sand fist, uh, I, I guess we could call it, sand, sand fist. So... Yeah, the oversized fist with the the sand dripping off it, which is pretty darn cool. And moving on to our next figure, and it's our, uh, our, our sort of main Peter Parker for the wave, I guess. Um, they've managed to sneak one in there, and, and this is a fan-demanded one, uh, not by me, but this is a <laughs> symbiote uh, Spidey. So this is um, Spider-Man with his, well, I, I mean, you could probably say it's either the the Venom symbiote, um, or just, you know, when he did the, the black costume. Um, Why was this fan-demanded? Oh, they... Black suit's love. always fan-demanded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last one was hard to find, or... Uh, it is. When was it the is. last wave yeah. that we had one of these? I think it was back in the Spider-Man uh, the days, last, The last proper one, I believe, was... Uh, so around the Red Hulk... See the like oh, red yeah, yes. of course. That's the one. Sort of mm. Because the ones that came out in Spider-Man Classic were like the solid arm that would have like a web piece that would shoot out of it. Or yeah, yeah. Whatnot. So in terms of a basic articulated uh, one, uh, he hasn't been that common since the original Spider-Man Classics one, I think. Yeah, and I think the Red Hulk wave was uh, fairly under distributed so uh, in general those figures are quite hard to come by i know the other figures like adam warlock um can command a pretty good buck uh on the secondary market but all right well this is peter parker and he's on the the super scrawny buck um very very slim super scrawny um this is my least favorite buck uh yeah this one's just awkward for me i've never really kind of taken to this one particularly well. So um, this has the, uh, which I think is quite innovative, it's the um, articulated shoulder, and by that I don't mean the usual sort of, um, you know, pin and disc type situation. This has got that additional piece that allows you to rotate the shoulders forward. Butterfly, yes, thank you. Um, Which is kind of cool, but um, the thing I don't like about it is the duck feet. Uh, I'm not a fan uh, oh, duck feet. Do, well, the other thing I don't like about this buck is the crotch piece is very thin, and it mm. makes the top of the hips look the top that top hip piece look look really pronounced. So, yeah. and I think and being all black, it then really stands out. There's nothing there to kind of cover um, for it. So that yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. 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 Have have they just gotten rid of all the articulated toes now? Uh, I'd say uh, there's probably still yeah. the odd figure around that has that single joint that allows you to bend all the toes at once, but I haven't seen it for a while. But mm. um, I think this one just looks awkward because the toes are just so sort of flat. Um, it doesn't actually look like a, a natural sort of foot in in a in a shoe or a boot or something like that. Uh, it actually looks quite awkward compared to some of the other Spider-Man ones. Um, I yeah, th- this figure didn't get much of a, a go with me. There was a lot of reports of breakages um, when these guys were hitting. People found that the left shoulder was frozen. They tried to move it, and it was just snapping off at the uh, at the pin. 
so I haven't actually played with this guy much, and I was just trying just then. Uh, I was actually trying to move his right um, elbow, and it's not moving at all. So uh, I think you know this guy will probably go in the the container of hot water, and I, I'll try and get some movement out of it. But um, yeah, this is an interesting one. I mean, there's not a lot going on. He's cast in black plastic. Uh, and then you've got the spider and the eye lenses uh, painted white. And so, of course, you've got white painted over black. Um, I think they've actually done a pretty pretty courageous job all up. Um, there's a few spots for me where it's a bit gluggy, uh, where they, they've sort of missed uh, little pieces of the black. So it's actually not that the white uh, has gone off course. It's actually that it just hasn't quite covered the black as they've been um, you know, painting. So there's black dots, I guess you would say, in the white. But, yeah, not a lot going on. Um, but I just think this is an ugly buck. There's a lot of flashing on the plastic. And... I got a little bit of a nitpick with the head that they use. So it's the head from the Scarlet Spider, mm. and it's the very large, bagly-shaped uh, eyes, which uh, came about after... He was in the black costume, so yeah, uh, it's it's a small one, but uh, as a comic fan, it's a and comic art fan, it's a little bit uh, of a nitpick wrong uh, style eye lenses. But uh, paint wise, I had a fairly big smudge uh, on his back shoulder, uh, but I was able to take care of it very carefully with an exacto knife. I was able to just scrape the chunks away. Um, mm-hmm. Took me about sort of 40 minutes or so, very careful scraping, but uh, got him to the point now. It's it's fairly fine. I was a little worried at first, but he's yeah. all good now. There's a, a lot of poor um, mould lines for me on this. The seams, particularly uh, on his uh, on the sides of his hips um, where the, the, the ab joint, sort of the, the, I guess the chest, Thing, down the sides, the flashing, and on the forearms as well, you can really see those mould lines. Um, yeah, yeah. Look, I, I'm not that fussed. Yeah. You know, I've got, I've still got the Ditko Spider-Man from the the Sentinel Wave on my shelf. That's my Spidey of choice. And um, look, you know, they're going to have to blow that one away for for me to swap him over with something new. And for me, this isn't it. So, mm. But anyway, for those that wanted it, good luck to them. <laughs> So, um, and he, oh, yes, we forgot to talk about the, the web crawling hands. So um, we don't quite get as many hands as we have in the past with some other Spider-Man figures, but uh, he comes out of the package with two fists uh, and he comes with a set of what you would call the web crawling hands with the splayed out fingers that you can swap over. Now, there were a lot of complaints here with the hands, and I'm not going to answer this one because I feel like I'm constantly the uh, comic geek from The Simpsons going, well, actually, <laughs> you were the same. So, uh, Ben, how about you explain why he doesn't come with the finger uh, sort of devil horn rock concert web shooter hands? <laughs> Do I know the answer to this? I thought you answered it on one of the Facebook Did pages. I? Someone. Yeah. I can't remember. It's uh, in the black costume. He shoots the web out of oh, the holes yes. on the top of his uh, hand. He doesn't shoot it from underneath with web shooters. The costume that's right. Itself. So yes. that's uh, – I'm sure they could have included web shooting hands for the time he just wore a cloth version of the costume afterwards yeah. and it's for being cheap, but there is an in-universe explanation for why you mm. missed out on those. Yes, yes, See, this yeah. is this is the one figure I'd have been likely to buy from this one, and between the toes and um, 
what you guys have said, I, I, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a shame because uh, most of us bought um, a full wave and it came with an additional figure and that additional figure is the black Spider-Man. So you know, mm. most of us have a spare one still in the, uh, in the packaging. So. At least out of most of them, there's people who are willing to take this guy off your hands compared to yeah. concept design Captain America from that abomination wave. That... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, this guy comes with some pretty groovy uh, extras. The build figure pieces uh, aren't anything to do with the actual Sandman body. These are switch-out pieces, uh, which we can talk about shortly. Um, one of them is a, a spiked mace head, uh, and the other is a, a rather large um, sand hammer. Uh, and we'll get into a bit more detail shortly. But our final figure uh, is an interesting one, and a lot of people sort of scratching their heads and wondering where this guy came from, and it is uh, Spider UK. Yeah. And, yeah, look, this is a fun one for me. Uh, I, I did read the storyline where he, uh, he came about. But, um, Eddie, why don't you uh, hit us with some background? Yeah, so this isn't Peter Parker. It's William uh, Braddock. He is the Spider-Man and Captain Britain of Earth 833. And he came about in the Spider-Verse crossover. And his first appearance actually commands a uh, fair bit of money. But uh, unfortunately for him, it's not because of him. Uh, It's (laughs) because he turned up in the same issue that Spider-Gwen uh, first turned up in, and uh, he actually has a bit of a interesting creation where he was originally designed completely different, and it was because the artist didn't realise that when Dan Slott wrote Spider-Man UK, he meant for him to be a Captain Britain, and the artist went off and designed a punk version uh, of Spider-Man as if he was from the Sex Pistols, mm. uh, and obviously they had to go back and sort of retweak the design, but they actually liked that design so much he became a different character in Spider-Verse called Punk Spidey. Uh, so he's uh, kind so of the creation too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, through there. But uh, he uh, also went on to be one of the main characters in the uh, uh, Web Warriors uh, spin-off book mm. from Spider-Verse that dealt with the Spider-Men from uh, different uh, universes and that. So he, he's one of the more uh, prominent uh, different Spideys uh, out there in the multiverse. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you feel, Scotty? I mean, uh, look, I read the, the Spider, um, Spider-Verse storyline um, where, where the villains were going from sort of dimension to dimension and, and defeating the spider totem of that universe, and uh, it was Peter that sort of gathered all the, the remaining ones together to fight back. And it, w- it was a clever way of actually bringing in uh, characters like Spider-Ham uh, into the Marvel Universe because he was just simply the the spider, you know, Spider-Man or Spider-Ham um, of, of an anthropomorphic-type universe. Uh, and so they created some some very clever versions of Spider-Man that have hung around. But but as someone who hasn't read the storyline, does the, does the figure interest you at all? Uh, no. The, uh, <laughs> I, I, all right, well, moving on. Yeah. Thanks for I, listening. <laughs> I don't think any of the Spideys in this wave are going to stay in my collection. Like, I mm-hmm. um, really was uh, – the only reason I ended up with the whole wave is, A, because I did really want to build a figure, and, B, because I was able to get it at a reasonable price. Um, but yeah. I don't – you know, there, there's sometimes with these uh, – 
you know, I, I call them the Iron Spidey Ring characters, where there's you know, always a <laughs> Iron Man or Wolverine or Spider Man, and occasionally you get one that uh, a random one that I think, oh, I like that, I'll hold on to it. But none of these grab me um, enough yeah. to kind of keep them. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. That's that's fair enough. Oh, look, I, yeah. you know, there, there were ones that stood out for me, and, and this was one of them. And uh, I'm, as a universe builder, I'm happy to put him on my shelf. And he actually exceeded my expectations. And he's also one you don't have to put on a Spider-Man shelf. You could put him with your Captain Britain, and he's mm. part of the mm. Captain uh, Britain Corps. But I do like he's a different buck, as we talked about earlier, since it's not. Uh, Peter Parker under here. And one touch I really liked that I had to go back and dig through my back issues uh, to see if they got correct or there was a mistake on my figure. Uh, but it's, I'm assuming, meant to be a bit of a joke on the fact that people drive on different sides of the road compared to the US. But the spider on his back is actually upside down, uh, <laughs> and inverted from the uh, regular way that that uh, bug looks. So I thought that was a nice little touch on that. Mm. Mm. costume design and nice to see that uh they did take note of that in the comic even though it's uh such often not drawn and you had to dig through to find a panel with it there but someone's obviously paying attention uh with that yeah Yeah. because it's a nicely executed figure too i think given that they've Mm. done a bit of a paint over that uh, mine mine's actually quite nicely detailed um with the the white edges yeah and most of my webs are fairly spot on and Mm. Uh, well done. So I, I've got very little complaint with the paint on my one. Uh, I know people are disappointed that he didn't come with swappable hands, but yeah. if you have been collecting uh, the Marvel Legends as they've come out, they're the same hands that came with the Ben Riley uh, Spider-Man outfit, so you can swap his spare hands uh, mm. in there and give him the different designs, and it uh, matches perfect. So uh, you'd do have options available if you've got him. Yeah, very good. All right, you well, know, he comes... Oh, sorry, John. <laughs> what, all, what all these oh. kind of Spider-Man figures, I think... I was taking a bunch of pictures yesterday, and one of them was a Marvel Legends, and one of them wasn't. Um, uh, the neck, because it's that real thick, you know, built-up muscular neck, they, they... I think these could all benefit from, like, the double barbell neck. Because mm. Spider-Man, to me, always, you know, has his head kind of back or forward or, you know, yeah. that's that's the thing that I see lacking in all of these. You know, you get them kind of crouched or something. And, it, yeah. Where you got to get the Yamaguchi Revoltex Spider-Man, John? I, I, mm. No. Does, yeah. he, um, does he have the ability to put his chin on his chest, et cetera? Yeah. Mm. He's got like four points of articulation in his neck, so it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I guess I've been spoiled by some of the figure arts and some of the other stuff I've I've been looking at lately, and I, that was actually what it was. Is I had like a figure arts figure and then a Marvel Legends figure at on the photo table at the same time, and I was like, man, mm-hmm. you know, I I wish I could get this figure to just do this, and especially <laughs> you know a character like Spider Man where where you do see him you know in a lower position and then looking up, it, yeah. it seems like they would have maybe went you know that way, but. Fair enough. Only an observation. No, no, very good. Um, Not much in the way of extras, but comes with the the Sandman uh, left arm uh, builder figure piece, which is the 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 open hand, the the sort of uh, you know clawed type hand. 
Um, so that actually wraps up our individual figures, and what's left is to put uh, the Sandman together. Now, uh, if you want to go back far enough to when um, probably a few episodes after uh, reviewing the San Diego Comic-Con 2016 Vault uh, exclusive set, um, you will probably have heard me rant about the fact that uh, the Sandman that was included in that set was actually being re-released in a future Marvel Legends wave as a builder figure, Um, and uh, I, I felt a bit like I was being robbed. Um, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of having those figures sort of re-released. And so I I wasn't actually that looking forward to this wave. Uh, and then I started to see some of the, uh, the advanced pictures and, uh, wow, uh, this guy is (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) So, um, yes, I I take back all my bitching and, uh, it's a lot better than Enchantress just being released with exact as exactly the same figure with maybe tiny bit of paint difference. Um, you know, this has got a lot of difference to it, for sure. Yeah. This is brand new arms, swappable uh, hand pieces, and a new head that's fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, we got this, the the new Sandman uh, as part of the, the Vault set, and this was a, a reuse of the Absorbing Man uh, buck. So it's that, uh, you know, that oversized male body with the wearing pants and boots um, as such. And, uh, yeah, as Eddie said, the the big difference with this figure is the the vault set comes with regular arms, even though he's sand-coloured, whereas this figure doesn't actually come with uh, sort of normal-sized hands. These are oversized. Uh, and they are the standout. Um, they they really make this figure. So uh, yeah, we get this um, these two arms. One that is an open hand, and one is a closed fist. Um, that's the left and right, and they look like they're made of sand, and they're beautifully sculpted, mm. and they you know they've got bits of sand dripping and, off. The... Yeah, the drip effects in the sculpt of the sand is just incredible. Like that just. Mm adds dimension to the character in the sculpt. It's something you don't see too often in Marvel Legends, but just works so well here. Yeah, absolutely. And um, so, you know, the, it, it looks fantastic, they, the way they've actually blended. Uh, I mean, the, the figure is is basically new from the elbows down with those arms, but um, they've blended the, the sand colour into that green shirt of his. So, um, you know, which is a, an effect they, they do out of the comics. But uh, the, the standout for me has to be the, the flexibility of this figure. Those hands actually pop off, so you're left with those oversized forearms um, when you remove both the fist and the open hand. And uh, as we mentioned, the, the black costume Spidey comes with those two swap-out pieces. One is the spiked mace, uh, and the other is the, the really, really large hammer. I was... Um, I took one look at it and uh, I I wondered, you know, if that's a giant um, solid piece of plastic, then, you know, it's going to be incredibly heavy, but it's actually hollow. Mm. Yeah. Which is um, quite interesting. But, um, look, obviously you get some really good flexibility here. Um, Those two pieces, the spiked mace and the the hammer, can obviously uh, slot into those forearms that I mentioned. Um, But the good thing is they're not limited to which arm. Uh, you want to add them to, so you can choose to have, um, you know, the, the spiked mace on the left or the right and vice versa. So uh, a lot of versatility. And they've got their own articulation. Yeah. I, I'm really blown away by the level of 
detail and choice in these pieces because I think there's a lot of ways that you could have done the same thing but have it been fairly phoned in um, mm. and it's and it's not you know the that there's so many um, kind of swap out options with the way that these different hands um, you know uh, can be moved around and then the other thing that's fantastic about it I think as well is that you same as absorbing man you could build this figure without having to buy every single figure in the wave. Um, you wouldn't get mm. all of the options, um, but you know you, you didn't have to buy every single figure in the wave in order to get a you know actual uh, yeah. Sandman together, which I think is also cool. And also, yeah. if you did buy every figure in the case and got two black Spider-Mans, you can have two hammer fists or two no, spike fists as well. <laughs> True, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and given that they're actually brown, um, does that mean, oh, actually, no, we can't swap those out with the vault guy, can we? Because he just has the... No, he's, he's kind of a mud colour, yeah, anyway. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, so the, both those pieces actually have um, hinges, um, so we've got sort of a, a pin and disc type thing going on with um, both of those. So when you, you, you stick the peg into the forearm, you do actually then have the option to um, not only rotate um, around, but you can actually uh, swing them sort of left and right just to sort of get a bit of extra um, display out of them. Um, and you know, it's, yeah, it's actually just quite amazing. I'm very impressed. But we also haven't talked about the two portraits. Oh, yeah. So we got the one that came with the vault uh, flint, Marco. Uh, that's just the regular growling head. And I'm not a big fan of this one painted up. It sort of... Really? Uh, yeah, I, I don't I know. Like yeah, the, the regular head just doesn't uh, do much for me. Yeah, oh, no, I like yeah. it. Yeah, see, I, I actually preferred it on the vault one. It's the one exception, I think, uh, that worked better on the vault than... Uh, oh, this one here, but wrong. okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thinking the same thing about you. All right. Wow. Tell us, yeah, um, tell yeah. us about your favorite. I tell you what, if but... you're trying to guest, insult me. What podcast are you going to be on next week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Tell um, us about your favorite. But the other head is the best head of all. Which is the <laughs> sand head where the punch hole is sculpted to fit a Spider-Man fist right in there and uh, just yeah. he's screaming he's got the yellow eye happening that shows his oh, I just love it yeah. open mouth with the yeah teeth painted better even though the teeth are I think part of my problem is he looks different on this crushed sand head sculpt than he does on the other one and I think I just prefer the look of this with oh, sort of okay. dry yeah, brow yeah. and yeah. Uh, the no pupil eyes and the better teeth colour. I think mm. one reason why I like the normal head is because we've got the sand version of this figure, and so I kind of just like the contrast. But I, th there's nothing wrong with the sand, you know, the, the half sand head. It is you know, so clever and definitely, again, something that... Uh, is such a lovely bonus, you know, from the bare bones that we could have gotten with this. Um, it, it, it obviously shows that uh, the line's doing well, um, that they can afford the trilling for these extra pieces, but same yeah. as getting, you know, two options for absorbing man heads, you know, et cetera. It's just yeah, we are so yeah. spoiled right now. 
Yeah, they've certainly come full circle. I mean, you know, those of us that remember uh, assembling a, a Sentinel or a Galactus or an Apocalypse, um, you know, it was dark days indeed when, you know, we were getting um, pucks and, and rocket raccoons and hit monkeys, you know, for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, I feel like we're well and truly on the upswing and, and we'll probably never see the likes of uh, the Sentinel again. Um, the, the, you know, the, I guess the, the art direction that's going into these figures to give us the variation. Um, I mean, we've got four hands, two heads, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty darn amazing. And, um, if anyone's a member of some of those, um, Facebook groups that, uh, are all about sort of action figure photography, there's been some amazing, uh, diorama stuff done with this Sandman figure where people have actually sort of gone and picked up a bucket of sand and, and used it to, to great effect to, um, you know, set up fight scenes between Sandman and, and Spider-Man and they look amazing. Um, I mean, you know, it's. Uh, I don't really have anything negative to say about this figure um, because you know it, it's so well done. But you know, when you do stop to have a, a bit of a look, you, you realise that the his pants have actually been cast in brown plastic, and there's no highlighting, you know, whatsoever. His boots have been cast in black plastic, and there's no highlighting whatsoever. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of those hips. Uh, I think they're. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're very ugly in the way they've done the ball joint. They're very obvious, and uh, I think they probably could have been disguised a little bit better. But, you know, it's it's really kind of hard uh, to be critical at all of this figure. I mean, I've I've got the left hand as the uh, the open sort of clawed hand, and then I've got the, the right hand as the, the hammer raised in the air, and uh, it's just it's, yeah. it's brilliant. We're Sandman twins. <laughs> Excellent. Wait a minute. Good. I bet Eddie's not. Eddie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've just got clawed hand and then the fist hand with uh, clawed pointed to the ground and the fist sort of coming up, and that's why it's drizzling. Okay. <laughs> so great stuff. Great stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that, and uh, I don't know that I'll be anywhere near as excited with uh, Titus um, coming up in the, uh, the, the, the upcoming Guardians wave, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I don't envision owning that. There's really only two figures I want in that wave. I can just not justify buying mm. the whole wave for it. So, Wait, yeah. I'm gonna, Titus, Titus from Kimmy Schmidt's going to be a figure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he's I'm gonna be... yeah. Yeah. a lot has changed. <laughs> well, since you've been he was a robot, so yeah, yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. He's the Iron Man variant in that line. Is <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up our discussion topic for this episode. Uh, we hope you've been... Oh, hang on. Oh, 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 yeah. oh, fail. Oh, yeah. More, more Marvel Legends goodness. Yeah, let's oh. just throw in one more for fun. Shall we, we? Let's, what, let's what do a post credit scene. That wraps up the main segment of yeah. our discussion yeah. topic. Yeah. And now we have this that, important right. addendum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, post credit scene. Just because uh, we're talking Marvel Legends tonight, I thought I would chuck in. I managed to get my hands on the Walmart exclusive uh, Black Panther that's coming out uh, this year, although I didn't get him through Walmart means. Uh, I got him through a Hong Kong distributor. Uh, but I um, am quite pleased with him. So for those who haven't seen him, he is uh, pretty much the buck of... Uh, the Black Panther that came out in the Rocket Raccoon wave. Uh, so there's nothing different uh, with his buck. He is painted 
uh, to be more black. That one had a bit of a blue uh, sort of wash over the top of him for the most part. Uh, this guy's just straight black, and but he comes with uh, a ton of accessories. So he's got uh, swappable hands. He's got uh, the claw hands that he originally came with, but he's also got gripping hands uh, so he can hold a spear. Uh, the spear is the exact same one that came with Craven the Hunter, but there's a lot more paint detail going on on this spear. So uh, the feathers at the end are almost a lovely. They're like a bowerbird's feathers where uh, they're mm. sort of black with sort of a satin blue overwash. A what? And, uh, sort a of, what bird? Uh, sorry, it's Australian bird. It's called a bowerbird that has like these lovely sort of silky satin blue feathers on it. Think of a shiny crow, a shiny it, blue crow. It hoards blue things. So <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll come and it collects blue things to build its nest. So if you have blue uh, clothes pegs and they're all going missing, it's probably because a bowerbird is stealing them. But yeah. only blue. Yeah. You, you guys are making this up. You guys no, this no, up. no. I, just I, I pull one over on me. Uh, I, I actually work with bowerbirds. We're, we've got them at work. I'll I'll take some photos and send it through to you. But uh, they they call they build these sort of nests on the ground out of twigs that uh, make sort of a little cool hutch uh, house. And yeah, chuck all those blue things around it. That's like their bling to impress their females and uh, get them in. The females are sort of an olive green. And, uh, yeah, they come in. They're really, really cool. And they do a bit of a dance around there. They've got, they got a lot of style about. Uh, so it's, it's very, like, uh, kind of shiny blue feathers at the end of the spear. And there's a lovely brown wash over the handle of the spear to give it that nice wood texture uh, drawn in. So that sort of the darker brown sink into uh, the cracks that were sculpted in and just really makes it look like a nice detailed spear. The, the spear point at the end is nice and shiny. Uh, so a ton, probably some more different colour work than we get on uh, even like the Shocker or that. There's probably more paint applications on this one spear than uh, <laughs> that uh, figure. He, But then on the flip side, he does come with the necklace that Craven uh, has as well, and mm. that's just a flat matte grey. And I actually don't use it on this figure. I've put it on... Uh, the Rocket Raccoon Black Panther, just to help break his body um, up a little bit. And it's not too bad. I don't mind him on there, but that's going to be a uh, personal choice, uh, whether or not you even use that. Uh, he has a cape. Now, this cape is the one uh, that came out years ago on the Adam Warlock oh, figure. Christ. Now, I actually don't have the Adam Warlock figure, but... Uh, it's clasped at the top with a skull, and on the skull, it does resemble sort of a feline-ish skull. Uh, so I don't know if they've changed the moulding for that clasp or if Adam Warlock actually has something similar uh, at the top of his. It Give looks like it is. I'll, I'll, I'll check mine. <laughs> looks like it's part of the mold, so I wouldn't imagine they've changed it just for this, but it's, it is a good choice if uh, it is the one because it's that sort of collared look that uh, T'Challa does have. Yeah, I just checked my Adam Warlock, and he's just got a thingy thing. <laughs> a thingy thing. There oh, you go. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't look like a feline animal skull or anything like that. I it just looks like a thingy thing. In which case, they have done a little bit of remolding here on the cape, which is cool, so it's a uh, little feline-ish skull. And they've given him that really nice pearl white colour uh, for the eyes that really stands out 
over the black here. So his eyes are quite prominent in person and work really well. So uh, he is definitively better than the last Black Panther that we've gotten. Uh, the cape is easily removable. So if you prefer your T'Challa without cape and just a straight cat suit, you can get that look going as well. But uh, I know that other Black Panther goes, was going for a little bit there, particularly once Civil War came out. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you are looking for a version of Black Panther, this guy uh, is definitely a really good choice. What's the main difference between this one and the last one? Uh, It's mainly the last ones are much more of a blue color with the blue wash, whereas this guy's just a straight up uh, black and then just all the accessories that you also get. Yeah, um, not the head was separate or or what. Uh, No, it's the exact same head sculpt as well. And for me personally, I was glad to get this because my original uh, Rocket Raccoon one had a bit of a tumble a couple of years ago, so he's got a scratch on the top of his uh, head in the blue marking there, so... Uh, also happy to have another Black Panther to sit a bit more prominent on the shelf, and he's now towards the back. Hmm. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Nice. I like that uh, we're getting some of these exclusives that are, you know, a, a, a good excuse to, you know, revisit a character and tweak them. Mm. Hmm. And that's kind of the good spot for him is in the exclusives. So if you do have that original one and you really like it and you you don't need the spear or that, you can... Uh, sit it out and not miss yeah. out on the figure or anything like that. But if you do want him, uh, hopefully you can uh, get him. And being Walmart, I assume, once he starts to hit majorly in the States, he shouldn't be too hard to track down, at least in the beginning. Mm. I don't know, good. because Marvel Legends are kind of flying off the shelves here. They're, you know, if, especially with the popular characters, at least in my area. Um, yeah, they, they are coming and going pretty quick. Yeah. So. I guess that's a yeah. good sign. Yeah. No, no problems here. We just don't see them. Yeah. Unless <laughs> the best of wave and then we see them all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that, for that Loki figure who was selling for a couple of hundred dollars, I could load up a trolley full of him over the different targets mm. that I visit now. And if anyone needs a machine man or a sentry, then uh, drop me a line. <laughs> now, yeah, what, what I... What I haven't been able to find is any more Punishers for you guys at Walgreens. I can find Daredevil. I can find Namor. I can find yeah. all these other figures there, but I cannot find Punishers. Yeah, rude. I, and Who I don't you know are? why. Stop, stop buying them, people. Well, I don't know that they're buying them. It's just they had mm. a big sale here at Walgreens. Mm. They were 15 or $14.99 um, on Legends. And I don't know if they were just trying to move some stock so they make room for stuff, but... Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, well, I even saw a, cookie crumbles. I even <laughs> saw way. a um, uh, oh, who was it? The the Eddie Brock uh, uh, Venom, the Walgreens mm. one, recently. So all of those are turning up, but the Punisher isn't. So I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. We're being bombarded with another best of wave zone. Lucky mm. us. Lucky. Yeah. All right, fun stuff, fun. gentlemen. Yay! Thanks for Thanks stopping your time. in, John. Yeah, no problem. Yay. Yay. It's Sorry to call here. you a, a guest. I'd have been here earlier if somebody told me the right time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did say there is a big if we start recording at nine. That's no true. No one yeah. if All right, well, I think that... Uh, that wraps us up for this show, and uh, if you've been listening regularly, you'll know that we've been on hiatus for three and a half months. 
and uh, been bringing out an episode every week during yes. that hiatus. So. We're terrible at hiating. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we're we're a little I, like I'm John not. Wick. Yeah, John, John's, <laughs> yeah, John's hiated very successfully. Yeah, but. Yeah. He has. And uh, Justin, we found out, is still alive. So, Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, and we will uh, catch you all soon. Yeah, good journey. Bye. Night. Have your pet speed or neutered. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigureblues.com. Wherever you listen, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, the Pop Culture Superstore, Bam Kapow, and Davy Boy's Toys. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at actionfigureblues, and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Yes, so we don't go into as much detail as a toy of the week in terms of the number of articula po- articulation points. Uh, it's Yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. How different is we don't even bother to pronounce words. No, we just kind of throw <laughs> stuff in. Noises and... that we feel. At all yeah. The... Yeah. You know, I was going to count back in as soon as you no. passed it's finished. <laughs> this, is, this is the all new... Yeah, yeah only relaxed, who cares, sure. Yeah. All right, I'm going to count back in. Oh. <laughs> in five, four, three.